my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope you guys are having an absolutely fantastic day today. And be sure to check out the product of the week, the organic food buckets on sale right now. You guys voted. They won on the front page of the website at healthmasters.com. And the first thing I want to start off with today is I think it's becoming pretty abundantly clear that anybody that's getting injected with this experimental shot is essentially becoming infected and becoming their own pathogen production manufacturing site, as we called out last year. I saw an article earlier, and they said, here it goes right here. This is from, uh, where's this at from? This is from Reuters. Hundreds of vaccinated Indonesian health workers test positive for COVID-19, dozens in the hospital after being vaccinated. Okay, another article here. (laughs) Royal Caribbean Cruise finds that eight crew members now test positive for COVID after the entire crew is injected with the experimental COVID shot. And, of course, they say the COVID-19 vaccination, but it's an experimental shot. Then another one, and this one's actually, this one's disturbing. I I know a bunch of pilots. I have a lot of respect for pilots. It's a serious job being a commercial air pilot. And British Airways now has now released that they have had four pilots, four pilots, well-trained pilots, that have all died recently out of nowhere. And, of course, they're not admitting it had anything to do with the injection. But one individual, basically, who has been involved in it, the recordings basically come from, um, here we go, your spokesperson that discusses it. And they said, we have had four young pilots who died. And then they said there's been the third BA pilot died in the last seven days. And one thing about it is, if you do the research, the first two pilots who died were in their 40s and 50s. The third and fourth pilot that basically died were in their mid-30s. They had no underlying health conditions, and apparently, it's coming out now, that they had all gotten their second injection just within days of essentially dying. This is horrific, quite frankly. And my condolences go to the family, especially when you have people that are that skilled and that needed in an industry with professional pilots with British Airways. So this is a, uh, a serious issue. And again, we're going to keep bringing it up. I'm going to keep bringing it up. I'm going to keep hammering this topic every day, every week, not because I enjoy talking about it, but because I absolutely have to get the truth out there. Also, too, in other news, I found this to be very interesting as well. This is big plus down here in Florida. Florida... Alachua County, Florida judge has now ruled that any and all requirements for face mask is illegal. Now, of course, this is kind of late in the game because we've already pretty much (laughs) nobody in Florida wears masks. We haven't ever. I haven't ever. Dad hasn't ever. But even recently so, in the last couple months, it's pretty much gone to nothing. But Alachua County is home to Gainesville, which is where University of Florida Gators reside. And Judge Jeff Childs represented Justin Green, an owner of a plant nursery who brought suit last March 
against Alachua County commissioners when they passed an order that required all employers and customers in Alachua County to wear masks in businesses. Green lost his initial uh, appeal in court, so he appealed it again, and it went to Judge, uh, uh, excuse me, to a um, Judge Childs. And on behalf of Green, the judge in the first district ruled government mass mandates. This is what they stated: government mass mandates in the 32 counties in the first district of Florida must now be presumed to be unconstitutional after yesterday's ruling by the first district court of appeals on a lawsuit brought by business owner. The lawsuit was originally filed on May 8, 2020, only days after Robert Hutchison, then chair of the Alachua County Commission, instituted a county-wide mask mandate. And so this now, of course, is, as I said, late in the game. But this is why it's so important. We all got pretty much played last year. We got played for fools. We got treated like we were sweet ducks. Straight up. We were told a lot of different stuff. We were lied about a plethora of different things. And majority of people complied just because they were told to comply. And what we're seeing now is the pushback and the absolute egregious nature of what they tried to do to us down here in Florida and almost every other state, including (laughs) with Bobblehead Fauci, who, have you noticed now, hasn't been getting interviews anymore, hasn't been coming out and giving his bobblehead opinion about what he thinks we need to do with science, completely has pretty much disappeared from the media after he has been shown through his emails that not only did he lie about the face mask, he lied about the Wuhan laboratory, and he lied just about every single topic he had a chance to. Why hasn't he been indicted? Why doesn't he have an investigation? Well, that's because there's a reason why he's the highest paid federal employee in the U.S. government. There's a reason why he was put as a spokesperson for COVID when there was no spokesperson needed. The only thing that should have been done last year is going in and telling the populace, listen, you need to make sure you're using proper hygiene methods and you need to make sure you're keeping your immune system strong. Vitamin C, vitamin D, and zinc. The same article that came out last spring that said hydroxychloroquine is completely bunk. It does not work. It is not effective at all. There's now been numerous articles, research studies, excuse me, that have now come out and said hydroxychloroquine with zinc is one of the most effective things you can do if you are basically severe COVID positive. Why was it told last year that the stuff was bunk? Because – They had to lie to everybody, and this is why I've told people time and time again now. Almost everything we were told last year was a lie, which means you have to pretty much scrub everything that happened last year and chalk it up to pretty much bad decisions as far as what we listen to. So now we're seeing the mask come off. We're seeing these guys for who they really are, and again, what we're seeing in Alachua County is setting a precedent now to make sure we are never caught basically with our hand in the cookie jar again. We are not played like this ever again. And exactly what we have now seen in a lot of other states where they're coming out and they're saying, okay, we're done. We're not going to play this game anymore. It is absolutely mandatory as an American populace, as a patriot group, that we never get played like this ever again. Because I promise you, they're going to try something like this again.
it probably isn't going to be COVID. It'll be something similar, but they are going to try it again. So it's so important, my friends, get the truth and get the information out there the best you can. What do you think, Dad? You know, Austin, we've, we've said this so many times and people are always, you know, sending me emails and sending me texts and saying, how did you guys know that this was going to happen? Well, because it's kind of the same scenario they always follow. As I talked about it yesterday, it's the problem action solution. It's they give you the problem, they give you the action, they give you the solution, and they've done it over and over and over again. And the problem they released to the population was the basically coronavirus, you know, with an H1, you know, component to it, a SARS component, and also a AIDS component to it. Deadly thing it was when it got released. But it quickly mutated, and our human immune systems took care of it. And as long as we had the proper nutrients, and I said this hundreds of times in the past year, you know, we were able to handle it really well. So it ended up being it wasn't about the COVID as far as the disease itself. It was about the vaccination. That's what all this was. That's why they had to instill so much fear with masks. They had to take your freedoms away and lock you in your homes and social distance you and 666 you and, and put you behind a mask to basically do their satanic rituals with you to get you in total, complete fear. So you would be willing to walk in and take an experimental vaccine that, Italy, that, that uh, Israel had already developed February a year ago. They said they already had it. Now, guys, it takes years and years and years to come up with a vaccine, years and years and years to come up with a real one that's going to work. Israel had it you know, a year and a half ago. That just seems odd to me, and uh, just kind of tells you, like, you know, who basically may have released this whole mess and done all of this stuff. I don't know. I personally think it was the Kabbalist bankers that did it all because they ruled the world anyhow. It's like they used the planet for their own little petri dish. It's disgusting to me. I mean, these people are just—they—they they, they absolutely, completely, and totally nauseate me. So I have no—I have absolutely no, you know. I have just complete and total disdain for these people. I'm trying not to use a bad word because they, just, they, 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 they experiment on people and just kill them. Now, let me give you an example here. you got four highly trained pilots. I mean, they can fly the big boys like the 747s or the 777s or whatever they have. They're the big British airline pilots, 30s and 40s. These guys are highly trained professionals. And I've got friends who fly planes. And I'm telling you what, it takes a lot of work and a lot of time in simulators to fly those big birds because they're heavy. Now, they got pretty good glide patterns. They can go quite a ways, you know, if the power shuts off, as long as the pilot knows how to fly a glider, I guess, and as long as there's an airport within distance, they can get to it. But the reality is what happens if the pilot and the co-pilot both have a heart attack? Mm -hmm. How about they got three or 400 people on board? Yeah, how about that? How about the pilot basically just got his shot, the co-pilot just got his shot, and suddenly, by random chance, they both die at the same time from blood clots or strokes? Now we got a plane coming down. And they're going to say, oh, my gosh, the Russians shot it down. Oh, my gosh, the Chinese shot it down. Oh, my gosh, the North Koreans shot it down. It's not COVID-related. No way is it COVID-related. That's what's going to happen. It's like they're saying now that these two pilots, these young four pilots, these young pilots who die, they basically it's not COVID-related. I mean, it's, the whole thing is ludicrous. And this is the thing that they always do. They always control the narrative. So the whole thing was about the shots. See, Years ago, they put the tetanus shot out and the MRR shot out in different countries, and they include sterilant agents in these shots in third world countries. We talked about this yesterday in depth as far as the population growth in third world countries. I'm not going to cover that again. But the reality is that they want to comp- they want to make it easier. That's why Bill Gates said in his TED Talk that one of the things they can do as far as reducing the population are vaccines. And now they're doing it. This thing directly attacks the ovaries. It directly attacks the testicles. We don't even know if the testicles will produce testosterone after they've been attacked by this kill shot. 
And if they've been attacked by it, does that mean that person is never going to go into puberty? Good possibility. Or they'll never have proper secondary sex characteristics maturation because of a lack of testosterone. We don't know if they decided to make a whole bunch of hermaphrodites out of this. And that's why they're pushing the transgender issue. All of it's weird. Then you got the 5G you got to throw on top of that with the spike proteins do with the 5G and how it's all linked together as far as communicating with the cell structure with magnetic interfaces inside of the cells now with the nanotech they put in us. What a bunch of weirdos. It's almost like, how should I say this? It's kind of like this is somebody's ant farm, right? And they're experimenting on the ants. Is that how they see us? Well, that's what that one guy said the other day. Rose, remember, I, I read his quotes. They see us as ants. You know, they, he says this like standing before the altar of an alien god with the 5G technology. They did this once before. I'm going to say it again in Genesis chapter 6. And God saw what they had done, and they had completely and totally destroyed the genome. The whole planet had very few humans left on it. It was all basically Nephilim and Nephilim stock, and who knows if they were breeding animals with humans. We don't know what the heck these weirdos were doing. And God looked down and said, that's it. We've got to start over. And he flushed the planet with Noah. And Jesus says, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be upon my return. And they're doing it again and again and again. You, you kind of wonder what the cosmic rules are here. You know, we know that Adam got sentenced, basically, and Lucifer got sentenced in, in Genesis. We don't know if there was a big trial in the heavenlies and these people were sentenced. We don't know. The Bible doesn't go into that. We, we know what the Bible says in Genesis about what Adam was going to do, what Eve was going to do, what was going to happen to Lucifer and all the other things. And so we have to understand something, guys. None of this stuff is taking God by surprise. None of it. He saw it because he's on the present in advance. He looked down at the timeline and he saw it and he realized at that point that he needed to do some intervention there with Jesus Christ coming in. Now, because he gave Adam and Eve freedom of will, because he didn't create a robot, they were able to do what they wanted to do, including eating from the tree of good and evil, the knowledge of good and evil. Now, we don't really know what that means. It doesn't really go into detail on that. All they know is that they knew they were naked. They knew that they basically were running around without any clothes on. And basically, they killed an animal and basically made some clothes. And, and then they told and God said, what have you done? And he goes, well, we made some clothes because we were naked. And God says to them, who told you you were naked? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so it's one of those things. We've got a lot of weird stuff happening in that first few chapters of the Bible with Adam and Eve. But we know one thing. For some reason, Adam and Eve gave the dominion of the planet over to Lucifer. We know that happened because he's the God of this age. It says that in the New Testament. And he even showed Jesus the kingdoms of the earth and said, if you bow down to me, I'll give you all of these. And of course, Jesus answered him, you know, but you serve no one but God himself. That would be the great I am. And see, this is why we need to understand we're not part of this thing. We kind of got stuck in it. (laughs) We're kind of stuck here and we're in the middle of it. But that doesn't mean we're involved in it from a, how should I say, satanic standpoint. All they're trying to do is create dominion over us. But because we have the blood of Jesus and we have authority over them, They really have no power over us as far as for death, hell, and the grave. They can't do that to us anymore. Now, they can kill you. We saw that with the first century church when all these basically Christians were being martyred and fed to the lions and crucified. We saw that same thing happen to Christ himself when he gave himself as a sacrifice for us. They could do all kinds of stuff to the physical body, but they can't touch you for eternity after that's over with. So we're kind of like just passing through here for a short period of time. When you take the entire length and the breadth of eternity, you know, forever, a billion, trillion years, whatever, forever, forever, whatever forever means, 
this is a mere speck in the middle of that sea. I mean, it's not even a speck. It's not even a speck on a speck. It's nothing. It's completely inconsequential, the, the 60, 70, 80, 90 years that we live here compared, compared to eternity. I remember years ago, my mom died, and I was doing the eulogy. Very difficult, by the way, for a son to do the eulogy for his mother. And I remember I was doing, she was sitting there, laying there in the casket, and, uh, and basically, uh, I looked at her and, you know, I said, we had about a hundred people for the funeral. She's like 93 years old. And I said, we will see you soon. And people came up to me afterwards and they said, what did you mean by that? And I said, well, what I meant by that is that compared to eternity, even if I live another 30 years, it's a speck on a speck on a speck. It doesn't mean anything. It goes by really fast. And sure enough, now it's been almost 16 years since she died that fast. It was over with. And you guys will, you guys are, you guys will think through this with me too. You remember yesterday when you were in high school. Or you remember yesterday when you were in elementary school or grade school. You remember yesterday when you basically learned how to ride a bicycle. You remember all that. You remember the first time you went out to, with a girl and you kissed her. Oh, my gosh, we kissed a girl. Oh, my goodness, can't, can't do that anymore. I'm being facetious. Guys, go out and kiss girls. You, you need to do that. But, guys, also remember, you know, all of this stuff passes by so quickly that the most important thing that we do, the only thing that lasts is what we do for Christ because that rings out and echoes out for an eternity. You get people saved, it changes everything for them forever. And they'll be eternally grateful to you for doing that. They will be. You know, it doesn't and let me stop for one second. Let me share something with you. Somebody told me one time, a long, long time ago, you have to have a worthwhile goal or purpose for your life. It can't just be to make more money. I mean, it can be that when you're younger because you kind of get driven that way sometimes. But the reality is when you finally realize that, you know, once you have your home taken care of and your car taken care of and the kids are taken care of and you really are kind of sitting there that you know you can buy a car and you can buy another car you can buy another car you can have four or five cars pretty soon you got so many cars they got dead batteries in them and now they become a nuisance see the stuff never ever fulfills the god-shaped vacuum within you it never does it can't you can only be fulfilled through a relationship with the most high god you were created for that you were made for one reason and one reason only, to have fellowship with God Almighty and to bring honor and glory to him. Your, 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 your DNA is a transceiver, basically projector, you know, receiver to God Almighty for him to be in contact with you through his energy field that he completely permeates through the entire universe. This is why you're here. And if you understand that, it starts making more sense. It really does. If you don't understand that, none of it makes any sense. Because you work your butt off, you work your butt off, you work your butt off, and you're 65 years old, and on your 65th birthday, you have a big party that night, you die. What the heck was that all about? I know people have done that, died like on their 65th birthday parties. Guys, these pilots in their 30s and 40s, they didn't know they were taking a kill shot. They thought they had 30, 40 years left to fly. They thought they were doing great. They had all this experience. They had these, these big jobs with these big airlines, and all of a sudden, boom, they're gone that fast. Nobody's promised tomorrow. You know, and the other thing the Bible says too is who by worrying can add a single moment to your life. It's true, isn't it? So maintain your relationships. And I've talked about this before. Sometimes with some people, it's difficult to maintain relationships. You can love them at a distance. You can pray for them every day. Pray for God's perfect will be done for them and pray that they always are going to be walking in the blessings of the Lord and that they always seek his will. You can pray that. But sometimes people just don't, you know, want to be around you and you don't want to be around them because it causes conflict. And I'm going to say this again. I said this a couple of months ago. And I'm going to say it one more time. I'll probably say it a lot more than that in the next few years. But here's the thing. If you're a giver and you're always trying to help people and you're trying to be friends with a taker who's always trying to take, 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 
it won't work. I'm letting you know that in advance. If someone can't say thank you for what you've done for them, if they can't be appreciative for what you've done for them, if they always want more, 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 it's better to cut bait. Love them from a distance. Pray for them. Pray for God's will be done for their lives. But realize that you don't need to have a relationship with people like that. By the way, just change topics. Candace Owens is speaking out against the Juneteenth holiday, saying that Democrats really need to stop trying to repackage segregation. I like Candace Owens. She's absolutely right. I mean, gosh, people just try to continually bring up the past, do everything they possibly can to cause more and more division, and she's absolutely perfect about that. By the way, Tucker has Tucker Carlson is now calling Mayor Lightfoot demented and America's worst mayor, and that's true. Now, I'm going to say something. Go ahead and get mad at me. It doesn't make any difference, but I'm going to say it anyhow. And I'm not speaking despairingly towards anybody who's basically black or Hispanic or white or, 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 you know, or, or Asian or anything else. I'm not speaking on that. But she basically should never have been mayor because of the large population of blacks. Okay, don't fuss. In Chicago, she got elected. She wasn't even, she wasn't even, she's so over her head. She has no idea what she's doing. She's a complete moron. She's a lesbian dwarf, for heaven's sakes. And I'm not picking on her for being a dwarf. She can't help it. She's short. She can help it because she's a lesbian. But she's a weirdo. The stuff that she comes out with and the racist rhetoric she comes out with, this woman's an absolute disaster in any elected office. Personally, I don't know why Chicago hasn't had a recall election to get this nutbag out of the office. I mean, this, this lady's absolutely, totally, and completely out of her mind. By the way, Governor DeSantis Gosh, I love this. Has pardoned all violators of mask mandates and all violators who've been fined of social distancing rules. They have been, they've received a govern, governor pardon. Now that's pretty cool. On Florida on Wednesday announced that all Floridians who were arrested or fined for violating mask mandates for, for social distance requirements will be pardoned. In a three-to-one vote, the four-member board of the executive clemency approved the Republican governor's decision to officially pardon those who were arrested or fined for violating local government orders. Quote, this action is necessary so that we can recover, have good transition to normal operations, and also just a recognition that a lot of this stuff was way, way overboard. That's what DeSantis said. Our local government stepped up to protect the people of our state. They did its best for the interests of their communities, Freed said. So all of this stuff, that was the guy who does it. By the way, this Dickie Freed, she's another hardcore, how should I say, leftist. She voted against the pardons, and she's tried to defend the government for stepping up to protect the people. She goes, it isn't clear how many Floridians will be pardoned as a result of the state clemency board declaration decision. DeSantis' office did not immediately respond for a request by the Epic Times. This is the articles from the Epic Times, and it's being reported again on Zero Hedge. Guys, here's the thing. This is all Donald Trump had to do, a presidential pardon for everybody on January the 6th. I don't even know what to say. He, he completely and totally got himself compromised his last year in office. Somebody grabbed the boy. Well, let's just say he got compromised. He really, really was told what to do, how to act, where to go, how to live, how to do everything. Uh, but that's right. That's right, isn't it? If you're on Sharon St. Brower's Instagram account, you will see her post a picture of the Kabbalist Tree of Life Award, which is kind of interesting and got Donald Trump's name all over it. And he basically uh, has said it's his most prestigious award which was completely and totally based on the teachings of the Zohar, which is a satanic book of the Talmud, which goes into detail on how to 
call people up from the dead and how to control evil spirits. It's a book of witchcraft and sorcery is what it is. It's a bunch of sick stuff, and that's his best award. Hmm. I find that interesting. Also, what do you think of what's your next story? <laughs> I think you're exactly right. <clears throat> I think um, I think the Donald, honestly, the very beginning, really, uh, really wanted to make a difference. Really, by his actions, showed yes. everybody that he wanted to make a difference. But I think he got put on a leash really, really fast, unfortunately. And you made a comment earlier about Mayor Lightfoot as uh, being a complete and total disaster. I couldn't agree with you more on that. Everything that she has done has done nothing but absolutely ruin Chicago even further. Quite frankly, she's an embarrassment. And I'm I'm with you. I'm surprised they haven't basically recalled her. And DeSantis, well, we just got blessed with that down here in Florida, quite frankly. We got ourselves a governor. We almost, almost lost DeSantis to the mess-smoking homosexual Gillum, and that would have been an absolute horrific disaster as well, probably worse than Mayor Lightfoot, if we would have had that Gillum clown as governor in Florida when all this was going on. And one thing I want to address, you said earlier, the individuals who have been basically giving DeSantis a hard time and saying that, you know, the government should do this to protect people. Let me clarify something real clear to anybody that doesn't understand this. The government's job is not to protect the citizens. The government's job is to protect the rights of the citizens. There is no place at any point in the Constitution or the Bill of Rights that says the government is there to protect everybody. Not one single place. It is there to protect the rights, the constitutional rights of the populace. That is it, and that is its sole purpose. They are not there to protect you. Nobody is coming to save you. You are your own security force. You are your own family's protection. If anybody still has this concept and doesn't understand it, you really need to read some literature as far as the background of the founding of this country. Because this concept has gotten so misconstrued that we need the government to come in and tell us what to do. We need the CDC mandates to tell us how we should live. We need to be told that everywhere we go, we have to put the number six on the floor, on the wall, on the window, because you got to stay six feet apart everywhere you go. Didn't the research already come out and say there's no difference between three feet and six feet? Oh, yeah, that's right. It did. But yet you still have businesses. You still have businesses to this day. I've walked in the stores currently, and they still have signs six feet apart. Now, they're old signs. They look almost dilapidated, but they're still there. Management hasn't taken them down. You know, GM hasn't taken them down. Nobody's taken them down. They're still there. We still have sixes all over these stores as such a significant occultish symbolism that was put directly in place to promote that occult. The six was exactly why they did that. Remember, I asked that from the very beginning last year. I asked it from the very beginning. You guys heard me rant about it on the Hagman Show one day. I did like 20 minutes on it. I said, why isn't it five feet? Why isn't it seven feet? Why isn't it eight feet? Why isn't it four feet? Why in the world did they pick the number six out of thin air? Because obviously there's been research now that shows, as I said earlier, Three feet and six feet is no difference whatsoever between transmission of a virus. 
Why was it six? Obviously, there was a reason behind that. Obviously, there was a reason behind the ceremonial wash your hands, mask your face, stay six feet apart on every single sign. It was the occultist way, and that's what they were trying to do. And now we've blatantly been seen, as I talked about earlier this week, and Tucker Carlson brought it up, surprisingly, and numerous other alternative medias have brought it up now, that pretty much January 6th was a giant false flag brought on by the deep state. More and more research is coming out now that that was nothing more than a complete and total controlled incident that brought bad actors in to stimulate good patriots to try to draw as many people as they could into the Capitol to walk around for photo ops so they could use it as a precipitating incident to blame every single patriot in the country as being a domestic terrorist. And a story from the Daily Mail on April 27th, they had the FBI, blatantly said, FBI combs through NSA's trove of American communications without a warrant, and it searched for racially motivated violent extremism. There you go. There's the word again, violent extremism. When it was already warned the practice was unconstitutional, the FBI's request to access the mass of electronic communications harvested by the NSA, who dragnets the entire world's communications, by the way. We saw that with Snowden. doesn't matter what you say, what you do. If it's electronically based, they look at it. The NSA has revealed a newly declassified report in the United States Secret Surveillance Court that the FBI pretty much has unfettered access to all of the NSA's data. Now, my question is in the first place, why does the NSA have all this data? Well, we saw that in the movie Snowden very clearly and his reports that he came out with. They want to know what everybody's doing all the time. They have a case. They have a file built on every single American in this country, period. A case, a data file, any point in time, if they want to look at something with you, if they want to analyze you, if they want to psychologically profile you, they can pull up everything from your search engines to your social media platform, to your phone calls, to your text messages, to your phone records on your on your personal phone, to your photographs on your personal phone. Oh, yeah. If you have Internet on your phone, they access it. Every single thing you do is monitored by these guys. So were we surprised when the FBI had everything lined up after January 6th? It was like out of nowhere, they just suddenly go, oh, we have domestic extremism problem. We have to monitor everybody. We have to comb through 16,000 hours of you know CCTV footage. We got to make sure this never happens again. There's over what I think they said now, four or 500 people that have been arrested and still rotting in jail, most of which were for minor charges. What is going on, and why is nobody talking about this besides alternative media? And Tucker Carlson's about it, even though Fox News completely and totally controlled. Why is nobody bringing this topic up? Why are why is the ACLU, who's all about human rights, why are none of these groups bringing this topic up about what happened on January 6th and how there's been a giant discriminatory purge sent every single person that was in January 6th as far as Capitol building when, by the way, there were only like, I think what they say, 150 or so people that actually were in the building, but why they have four to 500 people arrested right now? Can anybody, anybody address that? Because I haven't been able to get a straight answer on that. 
at all. But we're seeing now more and more evidence is coming forth that entire incident was set up from the beginning, and it baited a lot of patriots all the way from the videos of law enforcement opening up the gates that we talked about to law enforcement opening up the doors of the Capitol so they could walk around the Capitol building, take photos, get a big photo op, and blame it and say, hey, listen, these are the domestic extremist terrorists. They have to be stopped. We cannot allow this to happen when no significant incident occurred, nothing like what we saw with BLM last year that lasted seven months of terrorism on the United States soil, seven months of arson, of robbery, of murder, of theft, of looting every single day in some of the major cities. What about that? We just going to ignore that that happened last year? I mean, I'm being honest with you guys right now. Are we just supposed to ignore that didn't happen, that didn't occur? We're just going to completely forget about it. But all we're going to do every single day is talk about how domestic extremists walk into the Capitol building, most of which, most of which did not even do anything illegal technically when you actually look at the basis of it other than maybe trespassing at the very most if you want to reach that far considering the fact that the Capitol building is a federal building that we pay for. So is it really trespassing if we the people own it? I don't know. You be the judge, Dad. But this is something that really, really is getting out of hand and needs to be addressed now because there is way too much basically bearing, bearing of this topic and of this coverage, and nobody's want to talk about the people that are in jail right now sitting there with no legitimate reason to even be in jail right now. You know, Austin, it's just we cut, we've talked about this several times this past week. And the problem with all of it, again, goes back to Donald Trump. I mean, I mean, I know that's I know I'm beating a dead horse. I know I'm beating an ex-president. I know I know I'm doing that. But there was absolutely no reason he shouldn't have pardoned himself, his family. And so we wouldn't have to deal with this ongoing, never ending saga of whether Trump's being arrested or not. Just pardon himself and pardon everybody at the Capitol. If he's going to go out, have him go out with a big, big splash. Why did he do that? Because the FBI probably set up the entire sting operation in D.C. to arrest all of those patriots. They wanted to get the key people that were at that meeting and take them out of power. This is the same thing the communists did. This is the same thing the Nazis did. As soon as they, it, as soon as they become powerful and they take over the government, they want to take in the people. Don't you remember the Night of the Long Knives with Hitler? You guys remember that? He killed thousands of people who opposed him. Arrested them and killed them. A lot of them just killed them on the spot, machine gunned them. Remember, had the troops going in and kill them all. Night of the Long Knives. You got to remember that. And see, this is what this was. This was a Night of the Long Knives in, in D.C. It basically was a setup, as far as I'm concerned. That's my, my my opinion on it, of what the government did to bring these people up there. And Trump was a willing comp- comp- component of it. And you know, I want to go back for one second. Let's let's kind of tie some knots together here. Nikki Freed. You know, let's talk about her. You know, she voted against clemency for the people that have been arrested for masks, and she voted against them for, for social distancing for clemency, and said the cities and the states were only doing what they needed to do. Here's the thing. She knows now the masks don't work, and she knows now that the basically the 666 doesn't work, but she's still staying with that narrative, with that mantra that she's been promoting. Let's talk about who she is. Let's talk about her for a second. She's born in 77, so that would make her 43 years old. 44 years old. She's an American lawyer and a politician who has served as a 12th Florida Commissioner of Agriculture since 2019. 
a member of the Democratic Party, and she was also previously was a primary lobbyist for the marijuana industry in the state of Florida. Oh, yeah, we're going there right now. I'm reading right from her Wikipedia page. If you want to fuss, you fuss at Wikipedia. She was elected as one of the 17 speakers to jointly deliver the keynote address at the 2020 Democratic National Convention for Biden. She's a candidate for the Democratic Party's nominee for 2022 governor. She's running for governor in our state. She's a super, super hardcore liberal. She basically was, you know, married to, she was born to Jewish parents, uh, down in, uh, Miami, was my man at Miami, my Palmetto High School. She graduated from the University of Florida. And she basically is a hard, hard, hardcore liberal Democrat. So let's go ahead and do a little bit more exposure of her. Nikki Freed received a $700,000 luxury home. It appears to violate the gift ban law. Is that because she pushed for medical marijuana? Records filed. I'm asking that question. I'm making that statement. Records filed June of 2019 show Agricultural Commission Nikki Freed is living the high life, riding a wave of sudden financial prosperity, thanks in part to her marijuana industry investor and romantic partner, Jake Bergman. But Freed's sudden spike in net worth more than 400% higher than last year. She had a 400% increase in net worth in one year. May run afoul of Florida's ethics laws. That's because Freed posted a $1.1 million windfall, first noted by Tallahassee reports in July, which is mostly attributed to her acquisition of a $700,000 luxury home in northeast Tallahassee. Records show that she and Bergman have had joint ownership of the property since February, and they are not married. Florida ethics laws prevents Freed from accepting gifts greater than $100 in value, particularly from someone like Bergman, who has business before the Department of Agriculture. Oh, my gosh. Are you kidding me? Yeah, that's, 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 this is who this girl is. Now, it also goes into another article from Tallahassee Reports, the connections to the new cannabis company's raised question. So here she is. While Agriculture Commissioner Nicker Freed was taking steps to influence Florida's cannabis policy and implement rules that regulate the cultivation of hemp, her financier, Fiance, not fiance, probably just for finance, he's probably his financer too. Fiance, Jake Bergman, created a web of companies with people and organizations that have a professional interest in the cannabis and the hemp industry. You talk about a conflict of interest. She should be, she's as bad as Gillum was. Now let's talk about one more thing. She basically is running for governor. Nikki Freed, she basically is the agricultural commissioner who said part of her mission is to keep Democrats pro-Israel. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop here for a second, who said that part of her mission is to keep Democrats pro-Israel and announced to run for governor. Freed, 43, the only Democrat elected to statewide office in 2018's election, which saw razor-thin margins in all of the swing states' major races, announced Tuesday that she would run on a platform of running against a rigged and corrupt system. Excuse me there, Freed, while I puke. I'm here to break the rigged system in Florida. It's the only system that's not rigged, by the way, that's really in the southeast. Freeway has clashed repeatedly with Governor DeSantis. Imagine that, a Republican over coronavirus restrictions, arguing he's been overly lax in combating COVID-19. DeSantis outlawed all of the state's COVID restrictions way back in May. She said in a video posted on Twitter that she would reverse, listen, she would reverse DeSantis' restrictions on voting rights. There we go. Let everybody vote who has no ID, environmental protections, farmer protections, 
and the minimum wage, adding that she would seek to expand the amount of Floridians with access to health care. Former lobbyist for the medical marijuana industry also said that she would seek to legitimize marijuana. Wow. Think through this with me, friends. This lady is a hardcore, probably, I don't know, cabalist, and now she wants to be governor in the state of Florida so she can undo everything DeSantis says. So I'm going to post these articles on the Health Masters website so you guys can read through them at your own leisure. But remember, guys, <laughs> it's always the same people. It's always the Kabbalists. It's always the same group. It's always the same Sabbateans. Who? And don't get me wrong. I'm not going to. I'm not going to get into the marijuana debate. Okay, I've done it too many times. Well, no, I'm going to say a few things. I got to say a few things. Marijuana basically makes people pretty docile. It doesn't really cause people to go out and rob things, okay? It makes you want to sit around and eat and basically lose all perspective as far as wanting to work. It does directly affect brain development in children who smoke pot, and it arrests the brain development. So if you're 12 years old, you start smoking a lot of pot, you're going to be 12 you know, forever and live in your parents' basement. That's pretty much what the science has shown, okay? It also leads to other drugs. That's been shown too. Now, are there some people who need medical marijuana? Yes, are there some people who benefit from TAC? Yes. Are there some people out there that have problems with post-traumatic stress syndrome that I'd rather have on these types of products than I would on psychiatric drugs? The answer is yes. Okay, But making it legal for people to just sit around and smoke dope all day in the state of Florida, that's not okay with us. We're a very conservative state, very conservative county in a very conservative state. We don't need that here, but she wants that. Why? Because this group of weirdos that run the planet, which she probably or may not be one of the group of, but she is the commissioner of agriculture in the state of Florida, they want to do everything they can to debilitate both body, mind, and spirit. They want to destroy nationalism. She's a she's probably a hardcore communist, to be honest with you. And she, and she probably is one of those groups that would love to see the United States fall and go into a new world, one world order. And suddenly she becomes probably one of the most powerful people in the state. And we all voted against her, everybody who knew her. But is it one of those rigged election things again? I'm asking that question, not making that statement. Is it a rigged election thing that got her in? And this is what we're seeing all over. Remember, Gillum almost won the election because of the rigged election. And then DeSantis pitched a fit, demanded a recall, filed a lawsuit, and Gillum dropped his claim that he had won and stepped away. Yeah, because he knew what had happened. That's what I believe. And he didn't want it all come to light. So DeSantis is absolutely right. I would go one notch further. I would get rid of the electronic voting machines, and I'd go back to paper ballots that are counted through like a card reader that can go back and recount again and again and again, and those cards can't be changed after they've been filled out. I would do that because we've got some pretty corrupt stuff going on with the Diebold election machines. When you have an election machine that can be connected to the computers of the world and hacked from another country and have votes and tabulations changed – that ain't cool, and we've got to fix this. But, of course, isn't that what the communists want? Remember what Stalin said. It doesn't make one bit of difference <laughs> who, who the people vote for. The only thing that matters is who counts the votes. That's what he said. Always remember that. Officer, what do you think, and what's your next story? Oh, you're absolutely right. And I, remember, I still remember the election with Gillum and when they, he was trying to do basically a BS recount so to speak, and was trying to pull all the stuff up. And in South Florida, they were coming up with ballots out of nowhere. And there were videos that surfaced 
of basically box trucks in the middle of the night loading up boxes of ballots into vehicles. Came about. Everybody was like, what's going on with this? And we had a joke about it. We had a joke about it because of how bizarre and how unbelievably illicit it got with just the blatant theft that they were trying to do. And they said, listen, we got another, we got a big 12 foot gator down in the Everglades again. Got another one. It's gator season. Got us a big one. Man, we went to uh, skin him. We gutted him. Dude, a box of ballots for Gillum showed up. Just came out of his gut. We don't even know how he got there, but we found another box of ballots for Gillum. So uh, we're going to add that to the list now after we gutted the gator. And it ended up being a running joke because it got so stupid and so blatant. And then finally, exactly like Dad said, after, once everything started, then it was like once the lawsuit started, all of a sudden Gillum's like, oh, by the way, I'll, I'll concede I guess you had the election. Like, no, Doug had the election. Nobody wanted you in there. He was a moron. He was an unbelievably hardcore leftist Democrat from Tallahassee, super liberal. And he knew what the agenda he was going to push in Florida. And he had everything lined up. And personally, I think he was supposed to be put into place so he would handle exactly what they knew that was going to happen with COVID. And it was going to turn Florida into another flat-out hellhole. Excuse my vernacular. Exactly the same thing right. that happened in California. Same thing that happened in New York. They were going to turn Florida into a complete and total cesspit of a wasteland failed state, just like California, New York, and Chicago, and Illinois, and all that turned into during COVID. Remember, they already had COVID 19 planned up. This concept's eluded a lot of people. What they were doing in the Wuhan laboratory was not something that just occurred in December 2019. The funding that they had gotten happened years ago. The platform that they were working on happened years ago. The gain of function happened years ago that they were working on. They knew what was going to happen. And I personally believe, this is my opinion, I personally believe it was intentionally released as a bioweapon out of the Wuhan laboratory. And the more research you do, the more digging you dig, as far as dig up, the more you find that the whole thing was an orchestrated event and they already had everything lined up. Because remember, Bill Gates had, what was it, the, uh, the, the test thing they did. I forgot the name of it. It was basically in uh, September, September of 2019, did a full-blown test sample research on what would happen if a virus was released and basically all this stuff happened, how the United States and how the rest of the world would handle it. They already figured out how to do it. They already knew what they were planning on doing with the economy. They already knew what they were going to do with the lockdowns. Why do you think all that stuff was so perfectly orchestrated and so timed perfectly? All of a sudden, oh, we have a virus. All of a sudden, oh, by the way, we have to lock everything down. Oh, by the way, here's Bobblehead Fauci to tell you what your new update is every day. Oh, by the way, here's a counter on CNN to tell you every single case and every person that's died every single day. When I knew there was something fishy was at the beginning, and they came out and they said, yeah, listen, the average age of death right now with COVID is 78. And I went, 78, that's the average age of death with COVID. Well, by the way, if you look up any, any, research at all, you'll find the average age of death in the United States is 78 years old. So all of a sudden, we had something that didn't even change the average age of death, and majority of the people that were basically checking out from this virus were already 
elderly people that had health problems, underlying comorbidities, as they came out and said, no, guys, wake up, look at the research, and look at what's going on because there's definitely more to the story and there's definitely more that they're going to continue to push. Denmark now, speaking of European countries that are basically getting their act together, Denmark is pushing ahead with a new immigration policy that will ensure the country has no more than 30% of the people from a non-Westerner background. This is called true nationalism, my friends. This is called Denmark nationalism. The new measure is designed to prevent the creation of parallel societies with no-go zones from migrant ghettos, which breed crime and ethnic balkanization. Despite attempts by the United Nations to argue that the policy is ethnic discrimination, they said, does not matter. This is our country. Denmark will ensure that at least 70% of the population living in these areas have a Western ethnic background. Kudos to Denmark. And the thing about it is, guys, I'm not over here saying you have to be, you know, discriminatory. I'm not saying that at all. But what I'm saying is there's certain countries, especially like these countries in Europe, they have a very old school heritage and the population density isn't that high. United States is more of a melting pot. I mean, we have a lot, a lot of different ethnicities here. That's why it drives me up the wall. It drives me up the wall when I hear these hardcore communist Marxists come out and say, well, the United States is basically a racist country. It's nothing but pure racism. And I'm like, have you ever been to another country? Have you ever been to Egypt? Because I have. Egypt will tell you real quick what <laughs> racism looks like. When you have a bulk of the population absolutely hates anybody else that is not them. You can go to other countries in the world and find out what real racism is. So don't feed me that line of crap by the United States is a racist state when we are literally one of the most diverse states in the entire diverse country in the entire world. I mean, you have people that can be not extremely educated, not have any background really in schooling and can be decent. Decent in just a sport like basketball, football, baseball, and literally can make millions of dollars a year as sports entertainer athletes by simply being good. And it does not matter what your ethnicity is. It does not matter where you're from. You can do it because you're good at something. So when people come up with that, it drives me up the wall. The same thing like this. A.G. Merrick Garland has now declared that white extremism is the greatest threat this guy's complete and total clown. I feel like we're watching a circus show with these guys. At the same time, if you guys saw over the weekend, you had a black shooter go on a shooting spree, shooting five people in Georgia and Alabama, and he blatantly said that his main goal was targeting white military-looking men because he felt oppressed. So he walked around and ambushed men and shot them, majority of them in the back, and then took off running. Okay, so this whole concept of white supremacy is the greatest threat <laughs> to the United States. Guys, wake up. Don't fall for the clown show. It's complete and total rhetoric propaganda in order to divide us. If they can divide the population, if they can put black against white, black against Hispanic, Asian against white, against black, they have no unity. We have no unity in this country. It doesn't matter where you're from. 
we're all Americans if we are real Americans. And we're all patriots if we want to be real patriots. And that means we have to stand together. We're not all going to agree on everything. But my golly, we got to realize real quick who the real threat is and what they're doing. And when you have a tyrannical government coming in and telling you when you can go to church, when you can open your business, when you can talk, what you can say, my friends, it's not the other race that's the problem. It's the tyrannical communists that are the problem. Wake up and see the real issue and address them for who they really are, Dad. You know, Austin, this is what Ronald Reagan kept warning us about. He, he did meetings all over the country uh, back in the 50s and the 60s. It's one of the reasons he got into California politics because he told everybody it was the communists. And they were doing this because they wanted to basically undermine the fabric of our society in the United States. That's why I loved Ronald Reagan because he told the truth. And what they did is they allowed him to become president in a, in a basically landfall against Jimmy Carter. The problem is, is they had Bush Sr. waiting in the wings and they tried to basically assassinate him a few months into office because they never wanted him to be president because he was going to stand against their new world order and did put a big dent in it. But then was kept medicated for the eight years he was in office and got caught up in the Iran-Contra mess and everything else and basically tainted himself because they wanted to make sure they had enough bad press about him because everybody loved the guy. I mean, it was like Norman Rockwell, America had come back. And here we are now with a guy who basically is completely and totally senile in the White House, who we know is not in charge, who embarrasses himself on the international stage on an ongoing basis and makes the United States a laughingstock in the world because why? They want to take the United States off its pedestal of being the leading nation in the world. And by doing that, you start ridiculing the nation, ridiculing its leadership, and we have this mess. It's all part of the plan they want to do. Now, another thing we need to talk about for a second. Hospitals are seeing a surge in double lung transplants as COVID honeycombs the organs. As scientists start to assess the impact of COVID-19 has had on patients in the American medical system more broadly, Bloomberg reports that hospitals across the U.S. have seen a surge, a huge increase in patients receiving single and double lung transplants. Wow. It says transplants are necessary for only the most serious COVID-19 cases. And these patients, pretty much always patients with comorbidities, COVID-19 ravages the lung tissues, leaving nodules in the lungs incapable of absorbing oxygen from the air and transmitting it to the bloodstream. Kind of sounds like a bioweapon to me, doesn't it, guys? For many patients, the grueling procedure may be the only solution after experiencing the worst lung damage caused by the virus. When the body fails to properly respond to and heal from the hyperinflammatory cytokine response provoked by COVID-19. Now, I'm going to stop. The cytokine response and the hyperinflammatory response is stopped by vitamin D3. Nobody tells anybody that but me. I have no idea why. D3, potassium iodide, zinc, and C. But for this, for the hyperinflammatory response, it's D3. Also, N-acetylcysteine helps lungs to repair themselves. Lungs can repair themselves, but they have to have the right nutrients. So glutathione precursor is super important that you take this. I take four of these, two to four a day. I'll be back up to four again for lung health. So very, very important, along with the HGH, stimulate to make sure you have elevated nitric oxide levels. Guys, I love you. I appreciate you. I want you to have a wonderful weekend. Austin will be on Hagman tonight. You guys are absolutely amazing. I had the opportunity and the privilege this morning to pray for you early, and I'll pray for you again in a few minutes. I love you guys. Austin, finish it up, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Absolutely. Yes, I will be on the uh, Hagman Report. 
tonight. So I have more stuff that we're going to be putting together. It's going to be a great show. So be sure to tune into that. And also, too, if you guys need anything, as always, healthmasters.com, here to help you guys out with the uh, best possible information we can bring to you. And I encourage everybody, continue, continue, please, to get the truth out there. Sign up for our free weekly newsletter. You can also go online and look at all the articles, pretty much every single day, all the stuff we talk about, it's on the website. So you can go in and click the links and turn around and forward them to people. And you know, and most of them are on there. If you, there's something you miss or we miss, feel free to email us or call us up and ask us, hey, do you have an article for this? Do you have an article for that? And we'll send you the link. But we do our best to try to put out the links as much as possible because I like people to do their own research. You guys know me about that. I'm really big on science. I'm really big on research. I can't stand it. When somebody just says, hey, by the way, this is the truth. This is what you have to listen to. Shut up and follow it. Well, that's a big flag to me. And that's what we saw last year. No truth, no research, no science backing anything. You do what we tell you to do because we told you to do it. Nah, I'm, I'm not that compliant, man. I just don't, I don't like that. So, again, do your own research, my friends. I encourage people. Ask questions. Thank you again for the support of Health Masters. Healthmasters.com, Ultimate Multiple Powder on sale, Food Buckets on sale. Check them on the website for a limited time only, Healthmasters.com. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night. I'll talk to you tonight on The Hagman Show. Have a great weekend, and we'll talk to you again on this show, as always, Monday. You guys have a great night. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network.